Welcome to the Tim Castle Live Show, where we meet courageous people doing inspirational things around the world. In this episode, I want to chat to you about what to do when someone makes you mad. It's a tough topic, but it's something that comes up a lot, right? People are going to make you mad. People are going to piss you off. People are going to annoy you. And what do you do? I'll tell you what I do, and hopefully it helps. So when this happens, when something annoying happens, let's make it something really annoying. Say it's something that someone shouldn't have done. They know they shouldn't have done it, and it's now caused me a problem. When that happens, and I'm angry, and I feel that kind of like rage come up inside, typically it's because of a number of different things. One, I could have already been overwhelmed when it happened. Two, I could have more things coming in the next few days that I'm already thinking about. And so my body's already in that tense state. My mind's already thinking about them. So my weight feels heavy in my brain, right? That that mind heaviness, that weight on your shoulders. Sometimes you had that. Three, I could have had really bad sleep for the last few days. So let's just put this in the context of thinking about that thing is happening to you. Someone has done something and you feel like it's happening to you. And then you've got this context around it. So there's sleep, there's the pressure, there's things that are coming in the future, there's things in the past that have just happened and that have caused you to be overwhelmed at that very exact moment you've just got to that situation. And you bring all of that with you. I think that's what I want to make sure we're always on the same page about is we're bringing all of this context with us that we don't necessarily think about in the time that the thing that's made us mad is happening. We just think about the thing that's happened and, and then react to it or that that being the stimulus and we forget the context because there's things that happen and when they happen actually sometimes you just handle them you just handle them and you're like i did really well then you're like pat yourself on the back you're like yeah we didn't get angry we didn't get mad we didn't we felt the rage coming or we felt get we felt like that was not appropriate or that shouldn't have happened but we addre- the way we addressed it was in alignment with our values, in alignment with who we want to become, in alignment with what we stand for and our standard. So let's just say that this is a time when you've had limited sleep, you've got a big stressful thing about to happen in a couple of days, there's a lot of moving pieces, and you've got a lot to do. You've got a lot going on in your day currently. And then someone annoys you. Someone does something that they shouldn't have done, that you feel that they shouldn't have done, That's again, let's just put this lens here. That's your perception. Your perception of that situation is you feel they shouldn't have done that. And then the emotion you feel is I'm angry, right? I'm angry. What do I do in that situation? Number one, I have to recognize and have self-awareness that I'm angry, that this thing has happened, that I'm responding now to the stimulus and that what I'm going to do now in terms of my emotions may not be the best for the situation, for the person, for myself may not get me the best outcomes. That's the first thing. So bring self-awareness to the situation and recognize where you're at. Then try and bring the context to it within that bundle of self-awareness. Try and think about what you're bringing to the table. Is it lack of sleep? Are you absolutely shattered? Is it just you've had so many things happening day on day on day on day on day and you haven't had that time to have a break? We haven't had that rest time or that meditation time or that exercise time or whatever it is. And is it that you're just fed up of dealing with problems? Like there's all of that contextual information. So try to get a read on 
what's going on for you right now, regardless of this issue. And then what I would do is recognize, and this is this is the mistake, and I am guilty of this too. I tend to exit the situation because I know that I'm going to do myself a disservice or the situation a disservice. I need time to process. I need time to think about it, especially if things are on email, right? If you're doing an email and you find out about something that's annoyed you on email, do not respond straight away because that email is fueled with emotion. And the way you say things won't be to your standard. It won't be with the best intention that it could have. And so it won't come across in the way and it will tend to do more destructive damage than it needed to, which at the end will cause you more problems. And so this happens, right? Say you're in a physical situation where someone does something and you're there, you're present in that situation. What do you do? I tend to sort of remove myself from the situation, collect my thoughts, remembering that I still have power and control over myself and I can remove myself whilst I gather my thoughts, whilst I process. And so I'm not then going to respond because I'm not keeping myself in the scenario. So I'm removing myself as almost like a mechanism to ensure that I don't make things worse or that my first reaction to this doesn't just come out. And this is especially helpful when you're dealing with team members, work colleagues, people that you need to interact with on a frequent basis. It's a helpful mechanism just to allow yourself that little bit of breathing space. People on your team, people that are there where you need to see them again, and you have this amazing relationship already with them, and you don't want to disrupt that. You need to come back with the appropriate response, not the response that you feel in that moment based on the context that you're bringing and your perception. Because remember, we don't have the whole series of information yet. We're just getting a stimulus and going, hey, that made me angry. I'm now angry. And that isn't world-class, and we want to be world-class. Let's theme this up. That isn't world-class, and we are here to be world-class. That's what we're aiming for. So let's do world-class behaviors. So I remove myself, quickly exit. The next thing and the next challenge or mistake that I make or people can make is that then they charge around carrying all that anger with them, and then they say, knock into someone, or they walk too fast and they don't see someone coming towards them and they don't get out of the way. So then you go into situations and create more negativity, more problems, more altercations, more situations that are just, it feels like all these negative things are coming at you and you're in a rage and you're mad and you're angry and you're just like, oh my goodness, could things stop happening? Could they just stop? But you've got to realize it's you. You're the one with two legs that's walking and causing these situations. You're the one that's running around town thinking about, well, I'll go do this for a second. But actually the way you're going and processing that, the way that you're walking, you're actually causing more things to happen to you because you've got that sour face. You've got that negative. If people look at you, they go, that guy, that guy is angry. That guy is on a mission, but is also angry. And people can tell that and people can feel your energy. And so, yes, these things get attracted to you. Negative stuff gets attracted to you. So more and more of this stuff happens. And so that's the first mistake is remembering that just because you exited the situation to collect your thoughts doesn't mean you didn't bring the situation with you into your current or new environment that you went into. So I would say, and what works for me is don't make it harder on myself. If I'm already overwhelmed, and that's one of the things I've recognized as part of the context that I'm bringing, part of the baggage that I'm bringing to this situation, if I'm already overwhelmed or I know I have a lot to execute on today. I have a big day and I can't let anything derail me. I need to interrupt my own cycle, my own 
anger, my own madness, my own rage here. I need to interrupt that. One of the ways that I can do that is if I just directly take myself to the gym and work out. I'm forcing myself to get into another physiological state. I'm forcing myself to do something that needs me to focus on that thing right in front of me. And there's limited people around that can annoy me and create other situations on top of the situation that I'm already processing. I'm in the gym. I can take it out on the gym, on the weights, and I can do something that's good for me that releases my endorphins and actually helps me process stress, right? Helps me get through stress and I can think through clearly how I'm going to respond to this. So that's what I do. And that's my number one thing. It doesn't matter where I am. Let's get to a gym. Let's get to a gym. Let's not try to deal with this on the go and create more problems. Let's just get to a gym. Even if it's 20 minutes that I get to do a workout, I know that that 20 minutes is going to add more value to my life and to this situation than just charging around time, town, charging around trying to do something else or get my list done. So that's the first thing is know yourself, know what you need and know what allows you to de-escalate inside. The second thing I do, and this is more of a mental thing, this is more of a mindset thing, is remembering that we're always working towards the person that we want to become, the best version of ourselves. And so when you start to emulate behaviors of that person in situations that are happening on you, like the situation where someone's made you mad and you respond differently, you're training yourself that this is how you behave. You're training yourself as a new way to behave. And so that you're re-establishing a new pattern. So the more that you can catch yourself and respond in these new and unfamiliar ways that align with the person that you want to become, your best version of you, you're actually doing yourself such a big favor because you're responding in a way that's completely new, that's a higher version of yourself, and you're reinforcing this is who we are in the moment. And so you're more likely to respond to that level again and again and again. And that's becoming your habit. That's becoming your consistent identity. So if you can do that and you can say, just breathe in for 10 breaths, 10 10 deep breaths, every time someone makes me angry and I would normally respond, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to breathe in and out 10 deep breaths. Like, that being one for everyone listening, I just did one deep breath. That is creating a physical pause in the response mechanism. And so then when you associate the anger, the trigger with you doing that deep breathing as being your response, you're creating a new habit around what you do when someone makes you angry. And if you do that, you're doing something that actually reduces your stress and helps you calm down. So it's twofold. You're putting a pause in between you, the trigger and your response. And you're doing something that actually helps you calm down so that you can evaluate your options, so that you can actually deal with it in a more well-cast manner. So that's the second thing I do. That's a more mental thing. You're trying to create a new habit around how you respond when someone makes you angry. And you're doing that through linking to your new identity, linking through to the identity of the person you want to become. So you're making an identity-based behavioral change. And these are significant these are super significant because when you make that, you're allowing yourself to, to elevate, to develop, to grow, to have personal development. And this is what we talk about when we're talking about personal development. It's these tactics and skills that when you focus on it and you make that change, that change in your identity so that it happens every time, 
and it becomes autonomous, automatic to the trigger, you've grown, you've become more, you've elevated, you've reached that next level of you, that better version of yourself. And I'm very passionate about this because this is what I love is self-transformation. It's taking yourself and saying, this is where we need to improve. This is what currently doesn't work for me. And this is an area of improvement that I need to make. And so this is something that you can do to do that. If you've found yourself getting into altercations, anger is being a problem, you're yelling, you're screaming, just doing these things to create the change so that you become a different person around this is very, very important. And it's transformational. It can change everything. It can change everything. Because if you can respond under pressure and you can help yourself give these gifts to yourself and you can know you under pressure, then when pressure situations come, which they do, they never stop. It doesn't matter how successful you are. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be problems. There's going to be things that you need to deal with. But if you have these strategies around how to engage with yourself that you're going to be with for your life, just think how much more amazing that is and how much more benefit you can get from that. So that's that that thing. That's mental. And then the third thing is really just making sure that what I'm doing next isn't something that disrupts my whole day. If I'm angry and I have gone to the gym, that's one strategy. Number two strategy, if I manage to just control my mindset and identify and go, right, this is a time for deep breathing. I'm going to do that instead before I respond. And number three is is what do I need to still get done today? Because just because this happened doesn't mean it needs to disrupt my whole day. And I can put this in a different bucket and I can come back to it later. I can address it later. We do not have to feel the pressure to address things in the exact moment that they're happening. Recognizing that because when we do, we might be doing a disservice. We might not have all the information. We might not have the right perspective or the lens on the situation because of this contextual baggage that we're carrying forward. And just because that's the nature of life, right? We don't always have everything that we need to make the right decisions. And when this is about making decisions under high pressure, being able to still execute and not let this disrupt you from the things that you need to get done on your to-do list, on your five critical tasks for the day is important because you are a high performer. And as a high performer, you're still going to have things to do, even though you've got problems and high pressure situations that are making you angry. Do you get me? Like Someone can make you angry right before you go on air, on TV. You've still got to execute. You've still got to honor that world-class level. Someone can make you angry and annoy you right before you go on a radio show that could that could change your life, right before you do an interview, right before you sit down with a journalist, right before you go into anything, right before you have a job interview, right before you have a really important conversation with your boss. So remember, these things can happen and not to let them take over the, the big things, the big picture, the things that you need to get done in your life and execute as a high performer, because that's what you are. You are a peak performer. And as a peak performer, you need to be able to control your actions. So what you're doing so that you can say, well, these things can happen, but that doesn't stop me from executing, doesn't stop me from taking action and performing and delivering at my best under the pressure, despite the fact that these things happened. So I hope that was helpful. That's three different things that I have learned and taught to myself and I've found that work for me when I'm faced with anger, when I'm faced with things that that annoy me. And I'm not saying I get it right every time. I certainly don't. And I certainly make mistakes, which is why I started out with some of the mistakes that end up happening repeatedly, because it's quite hard to do. But it's just that you've got to keep bringing self-awareness. And I hope these three tips will help you, because if you can remember one of them, 
just even one of them, and you start going to the gym when you get angry, or you start doing the deep breathing when you get angry and creating that pause, or you start thinking about, well, this is in that box, and I'm a world-class performer. I perform at this level. I'm still going to execute on these tasks, and I'm able to compartmentalize that and come back to it later. It's going to change everything for you. If you can do one of them, if you can do all of them, amazing. I'm not there yet. I'm not amazing at this. I'm just saying what works for me. I hope that helps. Over and out.